Um, can I hit you with like a hypothetical question? Sure. Let's say like the world was split into three nations. Um, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo. Of course, the three factions. Yeah, the three factions. And if there was like a grace period where you could flee to whichever you'd like, um, which one would you join and why? I would join Nintendo because mm-hmm. game fun. Mm-hmm. It may not be the most powerful nation, but they've got the are these nations? Is that <laughs> Nintendo nation? Yeah, we'll call them nations. Well, it's actually the Democratic Republic of Nintendo. Oh, but Nintendo. Yeah. The, the Dinor. Um, yeah. <laughs> Please continue. Um, yeah, so I, I would join the Nintendo side. So I feel, you know, again, not the most powerful nation, but I feel like they would be the nicest. Mm hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I imagine it would be like a cottagecore village, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think there'd be like farming. No, no, no power grid. Yeah. They might have a little bit of power. Really awful internet connection. Terrible internet. Yeah, no uh, no ISP. But like you live on a farm and that sounds nice. So Yeah, that sounds that sounds great. Now, do they only do video games exist in this world or is this now the companies have foregone video games and to form nations? Or do we still have video games? Yeah, no. Like Donkey Kong's your neighbor type shit. Wait, I, I now live with Donkey Kong? You don't live with Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong's your neighbor. So Donkey Kong's alive. <laughs> yeah, and he's part, of your, he's part of your community. That's what you sign up for. Okay. Yeah, absolutely then. I would much rather live in a Nintendo world. Could you imagine okay. living with, with Kratos or whatever on PlayStation Island? Well, maybe we can keep <laughs> brainstorming this out. I feel like... I feel like the play the PlayStation Nation, which sounds tight. Yeah, that's good. It sounds tight. I imagine that one to be more of like a city state, like um, uh, really tall building, like cyberpunk, I guess. Yeah, nothing but Comcast buildings. You know the shiny ones. Owned by like cor- everything's owned by a corporation, and there's like, I don't know. It sounds like it would be fun to visit. Yeah, maybe like a little vacation. I think they'd be like a power-hungry, corporate nasty place. Yeah, absolutely. And for Xbox, I feel like as long as you you pay your uh, Game Pass taxes, like they cover all of your needs, like a uh, like some kind of like Nordic system. Yeah. No, that's that's perfect. I think Xbox taxes would actually go to you know maintaining the status quo over there. Yeah, totally. Well, James, I have terrible news. No. This isn't a hypothetical. It's a reality. And the console wars are back. Oh, no. How long do we got? (laughs) We have till the end of this episode to litigate the recent events and decide where where we have to flee to, you know? Oh, oh no. So is... And Nintendo's ready to strike no uh, have you paid attention to this last week they had the first strike i so i i'm under the impression nintendo has been flying like you know xbox and playstation are throwing whatever they can at each other and nintendo's Mm -hmm. just off minding its own business 
Now, do you feel like this direct was a direct attack on this peaceful triangle we have between these nations? Why do they call it the Nintendo Direct? Oh, it was a direct attack. <laughs> it was a direct attack. <laughs> oh, no. So let me set the scene. Mm-hmm. About one week ago, things were like really calm and peaceful in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like nothing bad was happening at all. And then um, September 13th happened where uh, a Nintendo Direct and um, Sony PlayStation State of Play happened on the same day, which really, I think, kicked off the revival of the console war. Yeah, there there was nothing going on this week. And Nintendo's like, tomorrow or else dude and then we, we all reco- tuned in we recorded this podcast one week ago and we hadn't like no awareness of anything i think there had been rumors that nintendo would launch an offensive but um i don't think either of us were expecting what happened yeah i didn't think they'd even bother at this point i figured the direct eh, they'd you know maybe they'd show us the the zelda game mm-hmm. but uh i actually so there was over 40 games shown in that damn thing. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. <laughs> and like a lot of like substance there too. Should, I mean, should we roll through some of our highlights? Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the first one. Yep. <laughs> Fire emblem engage. Yeah. January 20th. Wait, 23. Did I, yeah, did I write that wrong? No, dude, it's oh. soon. I, I, I just I thought it was 2021 for a second. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, yeah. dude, it's been out for a year. <laughs> Where have you been? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's um a pretty suitable title too, because now they're engaging in combat with the other, the other nations. <laughs> the other nations. Well, I started to wonder if it was a double entendre with like engagement because of how focused on marriage Fire Emblem usually is. Oh, it is 100 percent about that ring. Yeah, totally. The ring where you can, I guess, put it on and marry Marth. Which, I mean, what do you, uh, what do you think about this one? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm gonna buy it. It's, <laughs> I'm gonna buy the it, hell out of it. Yeah, it looks like a mainline, uh, Fire Emblem entry, and I don't know if it, if it's anything like Three Houses. Mm-hmm. Brother, I'm down. Yeah, I like Three Houses. I think a lot of people don't like. Like three houses had a big emphasis on on life sim stuff. Like you'd spend a lot of time in between fights, just like planting stuff in Garrig Mock, and I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, but, me too. I don't know, man. This game looks colorful too. It's like bright. Um, Not, the, obviously the, the Pepsi. The, the protagonist's <laughs> hair is pretty bright, huh? Yeah, yeah, Pepsi Coon. Yeah, is that what everyone's referring to? I've, I've seen it thrown around on Twitter that are uh, toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's more of a Pepsi thing, though. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty big Pepsi fans here, so. Oh, somebody was throwing around, uh, like, they made a bunch of edits to the character where mm-hmm. the hair matches the Joy-Cons on the Switch. Oh, I saw that, too. yeah. Man, I, I hope that's I hope that's the case here. Because that's my only thing I didn't like about this. Everything looks fantastic. Red and blue is just a little aggressive. Yeah, I agree. But at the same time, like my Joy-Cons right now are purple and orange, which I don't know if it would look better. 
Oh, I'd take the Wario hair over over Pepsi any day. Or yeah. police. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, I mean, I just hope, uh, again, it's called Fire Emblem Engage. I hope that there's like like a promposal kind of mechanic for the engagement. Yeah. Like I want to, I want to spell out like, will you marry me in, I guess like bodies on a battlefield, right? <laughs> That's what yeah. Fire Emblem is, right? Yeah. It, it's about teenagers in war. But I, yeah, I was kind of wondering with the rings, like if you'll have one ring and like Pokemon style, you can kind of collect uh, Fire Emblem hero personas or or stands if you're a JoJo fan and like or if you only get one ring like is the protagonist stuck with Marth I mm. hope you have to like woo the heroes yeah you can't just be like go Roy Roy you're now married to me <laughs> <laughs> yeah hope I can um, marry Ike yeah me too well I would marry Marth but whatever well, that's fine. You know you're at least going to get that at the bare minimum. Yeah. Um. What's next on this list here? And I should probably say, we're not just going to like roll through every game because that would take probably three hours. Yeah. I mean, I can, if we agree, we could legally say nothing until one of us says stop on the, <laughs> just start naming names. And if one of them sounds interesting, be like, maybe you have to beep go beep 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 let's talk about that one yeah yeah i like that we can just like interrupt all right it takes two fatal frame mask of the lunar eclipse and these are in order xenoblade yeah. chronicles 3 i'm gonna right, i'm imagine. gonna beep 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 on that one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just just quickly it doesn't look like too much story content but they're adding a so in, in xenoblade 3 you can collect kind of holy crap like fire emblem engage you can go around collecting heroes that you can sort of have as your seventh party member on the screen. Mm-hmm. And they have like a little story with them and stuff. But they're adding a hero who looks like a little robot who drinks like Fortnite Slurp Juice. That thing is terrifying. I got to be honest. Yep. Going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I uh, have for that there's one like, at least. Yeah. There's an uncanniness to that character design that like really fucked me up. Yeah. Cause it's like full robot body with hatsune miku head right yeah pretty much yeah i'm in yeah um that's cool that that game's gonna be continually supported it's Uh, only wave two of the expansion pass so i think which actually i don't even know what wave one was i haven't downloaded (laughs) anything yeah didn't that game like just come out yeah what the hell um yeah that's cool spongebob squarepants the cosmic shake cool name don't care uh this oh okay this next one was really funny so yeah. it it opened up with the fist of the north star guy showing up on the <laughs> yeah. screen <laughs> yeah and then it ended up being a fitness boxing game yeah yeah that's um, that's funny <laughs> the only thing i remember about that was that um I guess in that in this boxing game you can throw two punches at the same time, like like you go Superman. Yeah, mega punch. Right. 
Now I was thinking about how ineffective that would be in like normal boxing to just throw both arms at the same time. How do you dodge that? Oh, uh, but all right, hard can't... as you can, two punches. Unless I either, yeah. If you don't move, you're getting punched in the face on both sides. If you dodge one way, you're getting hit by one fist. Yeah, but you 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 can't throw any power into just. I'm doing if, it right now. I'm putting my arms at straight well, if you out. You put one foot forward, you know, one foot forward, rocket punch, both arms. Where's the person dodging? That's crazy, man. Oh man. And what if so maybe me and you should fight. Oh and yeah, we should both we do this? Throw that way. Okay. We'll it'd, we'll fight next time we hang out. Yeah, it'd be like a cool fist bump or we both miss and we both get punched. Yeah, and both get knocked out at the oh, same time. Love it. I'm not buying that. So <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Uh oddballers, I don't even remember what that one was, but it's on here. Tunic? Oh yeah, I am gonna play Tunic. Well, this was um this was announced to also be on X or um PlayStation. Yeah, that was ago. one that I think was like Game Pass exclusive. What's cool, mm-hmm. it kinda looks like um, Link to the Past, which is like the only good. Uh... No, Link's Awakening. Kind of looks like that, right? Yeah, it's got that like. Um, it almost yeah. I don't like. I think that was Link's Awakening, right? Yeah, Where it was like a, it looked like a toy box kind of. Yeah, everything looked like a toy box. I kind of mm-hmm. like the style of game. I think like Death Store was a little like this too. Right. The thing that I've always heard about Tunic that has me interested is that there's like almost like a language learning aspect because there's there's like a tutorial that you can't read and you have to like piece the like game catalog together in a way um, really yeah and like things start clicking but essentially there's like a tutorial that you can't read i um, love that yeah i'm super interested so i'm either going to pick that up on switch or playstation or whatever yeah that sounds good uh yeah. moving on to Front Mission first, second, and third remakes. Very happy for whoever knows what that is. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I th- that might have been one of those like arcade shooters. I th- this is kind of like the last time we covered a direct where we said the names of the game and we sort of guessed what they what it was. But I don't yeah. remember what that one was. Yeah. But moving on to the very first farming game shown. This is a recurring theme. This one. So, Story mm-hmm. of Seasons, A Wonderful Life, which is a remake of The Good Harvest Moon on, I believe it was the GameCube. Yeah, I I actually played that when I was a kid. Yeah, crazy game to actually, like, you get married, get old, have kids that also get old, and then they didn't show this in the trailer, but do you die? I mean, that's the natural progression Right. Or is the, is it like game over or? Oh, dude! Someone should make a roguelike farming game where <laughs> <laughs> you only All get right. so many seasons, but every time you oh, but you have to like do you play as the kid? No, like you take care of this farm, right? I, I guess this is actually the plot of um. Haha, <laughs> plot. That's oh, a farming Jesus joke, Christ. right? Yeah, that was very good. Thank you. 
like once you get too old to maintain your farm and you eventually die well isn't this oh my god dude i can't think of any video games right now dude, just it's name rogue... one video game right now <laughs> mario no it's <laughs> it's rogue legacy but also dude what is the farming game i'm such a dumbass stardew <laughs> stardew, stardew valley, valley yes <laughs> yeah rogue legacy but also Stardew Valley, where when you get too old to take care of your farm, you eventually die. But then the next generation comes in and they're good at like growing potatoes or some shit. Oh, because like you, you like maxed out the best way to cultivate potatoes. So the next generation already has the instructions. So they start out yeah. as pro potato farmers and can work on something else. And you keep passing yes. it down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're on to something, but I don't think this game is it. <laughs> no, this game doesn't exist, but we have to like fund it. Yeah, I, it. I just think Nintendo is to, afraid to show the the main character getting old and dying. Well, they did show them getting old, just not the yeah, ooh, yeah. kick in the bucket. Um, that looks nice. Yeah, I might actually play that because I did play that as a kid, like extensively, like for a long time. Yeah, and I kind of I leaned more towards that style game rather. I'm not big on Stardew, um, mm. but like, I don't know. I like Rune Factory. I feel like Story of Seasons is maybe the more like probably less lewd way to enjoy a farming sim like that. Right. Yeah. But hey, right. guess what's next? Uh, the next thing I have on my notes is a Splatfest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. All right. This is a good one. So this is going to be the... Ah, so they did a Splatfest for the open beta of this right before the game launched, which was fun. What were the yeah. two things there? Did you just pick a... Oh, it was Rock, Paper, Scissors. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. Big Man's team lost. So yeah. it's probably going to happen again here because it's the Splatfest is what would you bring to a deserted island? And it's fun, gear, or grub. Yeah, and you can already sign up for whichever you want to join yeah. in Splatoon 3. What'd you pick? Did you do that already? I did. Oh, okay. Do you want to say our things on three? Uh, Yeah. Three, two, two one. One. Fun. Gear. Oh, shit. We're All right. You are my enemy. <laughs> Time All to right, well, for, work on our double listening. punches. <laughs> thanks for listening to this podcast. Um, We're going to end it here. Yeah, I'm sorry. We've both been killed by a double punch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I picked fun. Is that actually what you would do on a... Like, did you just pick the big man option or did you uh, think so this I, through? I saw some fan art on Twitter. Someone drew like a really sad and hungry squid kid and big man is standing there <laughs> 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 holding a deck of Uno cards. <laughs> And the squid kid's like, please, big man, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey. <laughs> okay. I think I saw that too, but I didn't understand the context. But Okay. No, yeah. Fine. It's just like, hey, in parentheses, it says Uno. Oh, yeah. That killed oh. me. So um, I love the, the chaotic energy big man brings to the trio. So I'll probably mm-hmm. just side with him uh, regardless of what his insane choices are every splatfest okay yeah i mean he's probably gonna have the worst option every time <laughs> he's the resident idiot yeah but we love him yeah well i'm sorry did you say you picked grub or gear uh gear 
gear. So you're what? Are you going to eat a rock climbing rope? No, I'm going to like catch a rabbit with a rock climbing rope. Oh, dang it. I forgot gear gonna... would kind of let you get food. Yeah. it's It covers all the options. Okay. And so grub is like the I want satisfaction now one. But it's not consistent. It's not like... Um, it will run out. It's not sustainable. Ah, damn. Okay, gear... I like this. This is like a, a personality test. It is, yeah. <laughs> the next one's going to be like, what's your Myers-Briggs personality? <laughs> oh, big man's going to be the, the int J. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for that, though. What's your, what's your Myers-Briggs? Uh, in, in, J, is that, hold on, I got, I got you, it's, um, inf, it's the mediator, INFP dash A. I'm, I'm at INFJ, so. Are we compatible? Probably not, right? Let me just go to the friendships category. I got here really quick. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah why don't we just like knock this out right now yeah okay um da, 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 show me. i don't want to look at yeah actually fine Let's see if we're romantically uh, okay compatible yeah why not huh you know what? it doesn't uh doesn't show me all that stuff here i need a premium profile ain't that some shit yeah oh well i think oh, we're well. compatible mm-hmm. i guess we'll never know <laughs> This show will fall apart if we ever find out. Yeah. Um, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Burn that bridge when we get there. Yeah, maybe. Oh, God. All right. Octopath Traveler 2. Yeah. Are you excited for this? I'm pretty excited. The first one was um, a really great idea. Combat was super awesome. And the eight characters were like, they all had their own like nice, compelling story for a bit. But it didn't really, none of them really met up. It didn't matter. You sort of just kind of helped everyone do their own thing, but there was nothing Mm -hmm. tying the characters together. And towards the end of that, it's just like the difficulty curve was like too much for me. So I was like, damn, Mm -hmm. after like 30 hours, I checked out. That's that sucks to I mean, to invest that much time and then feel like uh, I can't get into this. I know I just like couldn't get through it, but the combat was super fun. Like it's based on uh like whenever you find an enemy, you don't know what they're weak to. So you kind of like find that out and then you can like bank a couple turns so you can, you know, have a character block for a couple turns and then throw a big attack that does like four hits in a row. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. I'm glad they're making a second one. I'll check it up. Check it out. Just probably not on launch. Yeah. And next up, we got another farming game. Fay Farm. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of excited for this because there's like a co-op. Yeah, angle, right? uh, it's made by the same people that did Dauntless, which was the mm-hmm. computer's answer to Monster Hunter when, you know, Capcom didn't port all the good Monster Hunters over to PC yet. Yeah. So the multiplayer will work. Dauntless played really well. Uh, but I just don't know if, how uh, sharing a farm works. Can you both have houses on it? I don't know. Yeah, will there be like disagreements like... Hey, actually, I wanted to put Kale here. Can I run over your hops that you were saving for the season? Oh, so you're talking about real Philadelphia lore. 
<laughs> live on this podcast. Can we uh, reenact that? Um. Hope so the works. city, the city, like destroyed my brother's like hops. <laughs> we don't have to get into this. Yeah, but uh, real, real lore. Look up uh, Philly destroyed hops. Yeah, you'll I'm probably sure find you'll it there. Six ABC. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Channel uh, six. cool. Faith Farm. So then, uh, yeah. next up was Theater Rhythm, Final Bar Line. What'd you say? Theater Rhythm? Yeah, Theater Rhythm. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's Theater Rhythm. Theater, theater Rhythm. Theater, theater Rhythm. Theater Rhythm. <laughs> Are you going to play this? Absolutely. Dude, those games were so good on the DS. Yeah. Or I guess I had the 3DS one, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. It's just good Final Fantasy music. But they're also adding in the other Square properties. Like, you got Nier music. You got the, like, MMO Final Fantasy. Their music's getting in there. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be good as hell. Nice. Uh, um, Mario Rapids. Fine. Uh, I wish I liked that. <laughs> I know it's a cool concept, and like XCOM is fun. Then we got Rune Factory Three. I'll probably play it. Those games are good. Another farming game. This is the third farming game of the of the direct. Yeah, Story of Seasons, Fay Farm, Rune Factory. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad okay. as like I think everyone was thinking, but there's still like four total. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, we got the goodies. <laughs> Yeah, I have the list of the N64 games. Can Hit I me. read it off? Um, Pilot Wings, Mario Party, Mario Party 2, Mario Party 3, Pokemon Stadium. I think 1 and 2. Do you have? Yeah, yeah it's both. Okay. Um, 1080, Excite Bike, and Goldeneye. Is that mm-hmm. everything? Dude, that's great. Yeah, I kind of want to play Pokemon Stadium now. Yeah, um, um, it's unfortunate. I still have... So I do have the cartridges for Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2 with the one I have for 2 still having the Blockbuster logo on it. Hell yeah. Same with my Mario Party 3. That has a Blockbuster tag on it. But Pokemon nice. Stadium 2 doesn't work. Went through the wash. It went through the wash? Went through the wash, dog. I guess like back in the day, we had pockets big enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for I, yeah. N64 cartridges to go through the wash. <laughs> yeah, I used to wear like uh, in our neighborhood, like we had just so many kids around in the cul-de-sacs and stuff. But I would just walk around with my big cargo shorts, and I'd have an N64 controller. Yeah, an N64 controller in the cargo pocket, and then usually yeah, like a cartridge me. or two in each pocket. And yeah, I just forgot Pokemon in there one day, and it never worked again. Suck, because those mini games are great. That's sad. Yeah. You put your Jinkos through the wash and suddenly, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously Mario Party Three is a fantastic game. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Goldeneye is going to be the only one with online multiplayer. The Game Pass version will not have online multiplayer, but will look better. Which, like, how good can that game look? I know it. It it's still fun, but it doesn't hold up entirely. Yeah, that's my vibe. But I don't have like a nostalgic attachment to Goldeneye. So. Yeah, but everything else on that list, mm. yeah, totally. Uh, various really day excited. life, <laughs> which is the dope 
dopest title for like you, a video game. Well, because it's it's the same. It's the Octopath Traveler. It's the Triangle Strategy. Now we got Various Day Life. Yeah, it's like so boring. It's interesting. Various Day. I didn't even think about this title. Yeah, it's boring as hell. I love it. Various like that just sounds like <laughs> there's a video game called Chores. <laughs> Tasks today. Yeah. Homework. Um. I might check that out again just because of the title. I don't. I honestly have no clue. I don't remember what it was like about. Um, it kind of looks a lot like, even like the same theme as Octopath Traveler. Like you have a party, but I think there is still like a more social aspect to this game. Hmm. So it looks fun. It's like Octopath Traveler Light, maybe. Right. Maybe. Hopefully, it's easier to. Yeah, maybe that's my jam. Uh, Factorio. I don't have any notes on this. I don't nope. even remember. I'm sorry. Do you do you have Ib? Ib? So after Factorio, I just have Ib. It's like Bro, L- you- <laughs> is it LB or 1B? Are you lying? I feel like you're lying to me right now. No, I have various day life. Factorio, Ib, oh, Mario Strikers okay. Battle League. <laughs> no, I googled Ib. What is it? I don't know. All right, moving on. <laughs> I feel like um, people have compared this to Yumi Nikki, uh, maybe Omori, but like not not as good of an art style, maybe. Oh, God. I don't know. Maybe I'll check out Ib. Oh, okay. I remember this one now. You saying that jogged my memory. Mm-hmm uh well moving on mario strikers cool soccer then we have uh do you want to take a stab at reading the name of this one oh um golf did i guess that right golf no i have atelier rise of three alchemists and of the end and the secret key again i didn't take notes of everything it, oh so it's like a isn't it like a french french pronunciation atelier 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 riza yeah atelier those games are nice i like them mm, um mario kart man i really didn't take good notes i thought the next game was nintendo switch sports golf okay that is the next one so uh more courses of mario kart enjoy nintendo switch sports yeah. golf delay oh is it delayed huh oh yeah so golf probably should have been in the box on on launch but golf was really good in sports on the wii yeah i'm gonna pick this back up when golf comes out that sounds like nice i really like the the volleyball and badminton is and tennis they're all fun in switch sports but i kind of like the more laid-back bowling kind of game yeah definitely uh pikmin 4 how do you feel about that i'm excited i've never Um, played pikmin any of them pikmin 3 is really good i i remember playing that on the wii u and having a really good time that's on uh the switch now too right yeah it is actually there's a demo you can download okay i might check it out just to say i have some uh pikmin experience seeing as i'll be living on a nation filled with pikmin yeah you're gonna have to get used to it oh god that's just what the bugs are now my pikmin sized in nintendo nation or are the pikmin's huge 
No, the Pikmin are tiny. Have you ever played Pikmin? Oh, yeah. I just wasn't sure if they're like scaled up or I'm scaled down where I'm living. Like if Donkey Kong's my neighbor. So am I Donkey Kong sized? Or is he Pikmin sized? Donkey Kong is probably bigger than you, James. I'm sorry. Are you sure? I always pictured Donkey Kong being like four foot nothing. Are you serious? <laughs> he's not. He's not like King Kong. He's not huge. Well, how tall do you think Mario is? Mario is like half a Donkey Kong. Mario's like four foot ten, I think. Ugh. Right. So f- am I wrong? Ugh. I don't like Mario. Can- yeah, me neither. <laughs> Could you picture like inviting Mario over and like him in scale with your belongings? <laughs> I'm looking around my room right now. Yeah, he's about that big. I'm imagining like an AR Mario just like existing in my room. Yeah, I am, Ooh, he's like bookshelf. My palms fight. are sweating a little bit. <laughs> Is Mario in the room with you right now? Oh, I'm like wiping the sweat off of my palms. <laughs> I don't want that. So it's just like something to consider at the end when we have to flee to um nintendo land or not i know i'm gonna like get someone's gonna knock on my door i'm gonna look through the peephole on my my hobbit hole door in nintendo land and i'm not gonna see anyone i'm gonna open the door mario's standing there because he's not tall (laughs) enough to be seen on the doorbell (laughs) and he's just gonna say like yahoo and let's go yahoo let's go where where are we going mario Mario? yahoo (laughs) oh the baby's saying yahoo (laughs) yeah i'll just be like tripping over toads oh god i don't know it's starting to sound like a nightmare land well let's yeah you want to take a quick break yeah we'll take a quick break there's only like we uh, i don't care about the rest of these names on here we can just like name them real quick <laughs> move on you don't care about okay okay i actually do then oh, you don't care about just Hands 2023 edition they used the bts song for uh oh for real the trailer damn it yeah. i didn't know all right i'll be right back hey i'm back oh hey (laughs) i was just like looking out the window and i forgot that like we were doing a podcast (laughs) uh don't you buy the time stamp here i was gone for like less than three minutes yeah dude i don't know i was like literally just looking at the clouds and then when you said hey i'm back i i got like jump scared <laughs> you got gripped back into reality by mario standing at four foot three yeah <laughs> terrifying shit cool well hey just dance just dance yeah cool it's coming sweet yeah big one harvestella yeah with the demo drop yeah the fourth and final uh farming game yeah uh um, i love this i love when people put out demos that cross over to the real game yeah yeah have you been playing a lot of the demo yeah i'm on so you can play the first 15 like in-game days i'm on day like Mm -hmm. nine or ten or something yeah so i'm almost done it but i'm in like this big dungeon i made a unicorn friend i don't know if you have you dappled in the demo um like a little bit i haven't gotten too far okay um i don't care about like spoilers though if you want to oh yeah describe your experience yeah, so it's, uh, you know, just Square Enix as hell. There's big crystals coming out of the the land, and around, like, every changing of season, they have the quietus, 
which if you're outside during the quietest, your brain turns into scrambled mush. Yeah, which, by the way, that's just called winter. <laughs> or summer to some. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, you play as an amnesia character, someone falls from space. You know, it's just real, real fine fancy stuff. But, of course, they let you live in an abandoned house in the town that has a little plot of land. Yeah. And since you have no way to really make money, they're like, here, start planting stuff and sell it. Mm -hmm. So that's like sort of your, it's really in there as like a currency mechanic. And I think you might be able to give like, yeah, and I think you might be able to like give gifts to people and stuff. And you can make food. So you can like grow your own crops to make food. And if you eat, you can, uh, you know, do more stuff during the day. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the farming aspect? It's good. It's, um... I feel like managing little plots of lands in video games is really cumbersome and not too intuitive in a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, like, the plots are so huge, like, each square. And if you just hold the button, like, they'll keep watering and you can, like, kind of shimmy around the field and stuff. Yeah, I did notice that. So I like that, you know, big plots of land. Like, Stardew was annoying. I'd always, like, miss and stuff. And even Animal Crossing, dude, I... I couldn't do all the flower stuff because it just sucked watering them. Right. Hate it. But hey, I yeah. I like this demo. I'm going to pick this game up whenever it comes out in November. Yeah. <laughs> I want to spend some more time with it. Yeah. Um. November 4th? Yeah. That's soon. Is that right? Oh, wife's yeah. birthday. Oh, happy birthday. I'm going to... I guess I'll get her Harvestella for myself. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got here? Bayonetta. Hell yeah. We've known Bayonetta's um, coming out. Yeah, we have. But now it has a date, right? October 28th? Oh, yeah. I guess that was the point of showing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Master Detective Archives, Raincode. Mm-hmm. Very excited this for this is, one. Um, this one's for you, right? Yeah, it's by the Danganronpa team. Mm-hmm. But you're... So like Danganronpa is sort of like a more gruesome phoenix Wright ace attorney game where like you're walking around whatever hell you're trapped in with the other characters just like investigating yeah. and then you have to try and figure out who did a murder this one it seems now you are a detective so you stumble upon murders done by i guess unrelated people and like some weird uh being is taking you through these murders and you're trying to figure out what happened yeah, something I noted here is that it's always raining. It's like the season of always rain. Oh. Um, I guess maybe to instill that noir kind of setting. Maybe that's why it's called Rain Code. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it sounds to me like the anti-quietus. Yeah. Where it's always noise, noisitous. It's always rain. Rain and, and murder. Your crops are flourishing. Are they getting too watered? Well, too much rain. Not enough sun, maybe. Ugh, no it's good. Possible. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Resident Evil Cloud. Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm not interested in cloud games on Switch. Yeah, me neither. Not for me. All right, and then we got Sifu. Okay. This is sort of like the roguelite you were explaining for the farming game, but for Kung Fu. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get old and stuff? Yeah, you get older, uh, so everything gets harder, but you can master more, like, special moves. Right. This game's been out for a while, I think. Yeah, it's just finally coming to Switch. 
Uh, let's see, we got Crisis Core. Awesome. Glad that's coming to Switch. Radiant Silver Gun. Uh, Endless Dungeon. Uh, Tales of Symphonia. Good game from the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a sizzle reel, including Kirby, Return yeah. to Dreamland. That's awesome. So many Kirby games this year. I know. They just like have a big bowl of spaghetti-shaped Kirbys, and they just throw it at the wall. Yeah, which, again, something we want to consider for the end of this episode. I might get swallowed whole by Kirby. Yeah, and he will turn into you. Ooh. Oh. You're not James anymore. He is. And nobody in Nintendo World would probably ask a question either. They'd just see like a Kirby with glasses and a weird middle part. They'd be like, oh, it's James. Yeah. Bah, bah. Oh, hey, James. What's well, how does Kirby say? What's his voice like? Hi. Hi. Oh. Oh, that's weird. That doesn't sound like James. <laughs> nope, that's, that's James. All right. Yeah. What was the last thing Nintendo showed off with this thing? Ooh, can I set the scene? Yeah. So... The trailer starts. There's some like weird hieroglyphics or whatever. It vaguely looks like maybe a tale that's been told in cycles over and over again. And then you see Link run and then just jump off of a cliff and I think land on a plane. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to see like the verticality that we've seen in previous trailers here. And then the title card comes up. Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> May 12th, 2023. Uh, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. I'm so glad that they dropped the name. And they confirmed that it was Tears. Yeah, yeah, they definitely said that. It's based on a lot of... So in Breath of the Wild, all the weapons broke if you hit anything once. So they mm-hmm. figured that would be a good mechanic to put on the clothing that you can equip. So like if Link jumps off too quick from the sky, he'll rip his pants. And that yeah. is the, the tear of the kingdom. <laughs> they come off like completely. Yeah. He kind it's actually like the he wears like soccer pants for most of the game that have the snap buttons. <laughs> yeah. And to get like the speed in the sky, you jump, rip the pants, tears of the kingdom. Link goes fast now. Yeah, they kind of work like parachute pants at the beginning until like they can't take it anymore. Then they tear. Yeah, because when you rip off the snap pants, they become the glider. Yeah, that's how you float around. So like, cool to see Nintendo working with Adidas uh, to make a glider. But yeah, the, the tears of the kingdom x Adidas featuring Link from the first game. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. And... Yeah, again, introducing a durability system to clothing, I think, is pretty inventive. I can't think of a game that has done that before. Yeah, I mean, I guess most games apply durability to, like, armor, but never to fashion. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. When's that come out? May 12th, 23. Wow, yeah. And that concludes the first half of September 13th. Um, god the day the day that (laughs) and we are um (laughs) 50 minutes into recording great i'm glad we have two more uh heavy hitters to talk about but i think i'm still on nintendo island 
you're still looking forward to um, existing in the same world as Birdo. Well, you didn't have to remind me of Birdo. Well, I want to make sure you make an educated decision here. Well, who's who's up next? Next is uh, the the PlayStation State of Play. Um, I don't. Do you have like all encompassing notes like you did with Nintendo? Um, they're pretty good. <laughs> okay. All right. I really only noted shit that sounded interesting to there, me. So, because well, there was like, what it was like a five or six minute presentation. It wasn't long. There were fewer announcements. Yeah. Yeah. So it opens up with them. Tekken Eight. Yeah, my my guy Kazuya is looking jacked. Yeah, from the Yakuza franchise. Yeah, he's looking. Um, everyone's like shredded in that in that trailer. Yeah. Now, so do they usually? Does Tekken typically do like crossovers? I wasn't expecting to see a Smash character in this. Yeah, they got Kazuya from Smash Bros. Um, oh, into Tekken. yeah. Well, I guess you know they got uh, Akuma from Street Fighter. So this is part of the course, I guess. Yeah, and in um, Soul Calibur, they have like 2B and Noctis. <laughs> oh, dude, they got the dude from got, The Walking Dead. And they got Gerald of Rivia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they got Kazuya from Smash Bros. into Tekken 8, and he's looking huge. Do you think this is um, going to be the one that gets you into Tekken? Yeah, I think so. Like, I just didn't get into Tekken 7 alongside everyone else yeah we played it for a little bit they have some i like some of the characters like designs i guess mm-hmm. which with kind of most fighting games really if there's some character i go "Ooh, they look fun you know I'll, I'll probably play the game for a bit yeah totally lucky cloak yeah <laughs> i just i just played akuma in that game because it made One, sense two. to me yeah she was great um, Akuma makes sense you were a street fighter guy yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I was taking a nap during that trailer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what else we got? Brother, we got Yakuza Ishin. Yeah. <laughs> we might spend some time on this one. All right. So, here we have Kiru Kazuma. Now he's playing someone by the name of Ryoma. I don't know. It's basically Everybody you know and love from the Yakuza franchise mm-hmm. in like a feudal Japan samurai era, all going by different names too. But and like, this game ha- this game has existed for a while, right? Yeah, so it came out exclusively in Japan on the PS4, which I believe was like 2016. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and Google that one. Ishin release date. Oh wow. Yeah, it came out in 2014 on the on the PS4. <laughs> That's crazy. Man, the PS4 was kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's been exclusive to there for a while. And cuz you know, with this there was also a entire uh Oh god, what's the studio? Ryu Ga Gotoku Studio. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. They had a whole like conference of their own after this too. Mm-hmm. But one of like the developer interviews, they actually attributed the success of Ghost of uh, Tsushima, Tsushima. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To like why they felt it was now the time to make Ishin available here. 
Yeah, they heard like decades of Assassin's Creed people saying, oh, why isn't there one set in like Edo era <laughs> Japan? They they tuned out all of that out because they thought that this game wouldn't be successful in the West. Yeah, they're like, shut up, Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> but um, man, yeah. I am so excited. This game always seemed like a lie to me. Like <laughs> people on, on the internet claiming there's like uh, Kiryu in like a samurai outfit. And I'm like, no, there isn't. And it's that, that, it's that so doesn't funny. exist. Like, because they're so good at marketing these games in a way that all the trailers are always like the most dramatic. Like, it's usually someone standing in the rain. It's always combat, people yelling. Like, it just looks like the most intense crime drama you've ever seen. Yeah. But then, like, actually playing these games, and they did have a separate kind of gameplay thing where they showed off like all the mini games that are coming back like they're doing samurai karaoke in this one <laughs> like oh it's gonna be so good yeah really looking forward to it um uh, should we cover the other yeah uh, yeah yeah yakuza uh, news yeah well let's, let's just hit we'll kind of lump it all together but uh, this did got... happen in a separate presentation. It did. It did. So, wait, why was this one only on PlayStation, the PlayStation conference? Are these exclusive? This one might be... Uh, I don't know. God, why did they do that? So then we got Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name. Yeah. Oh, which also for us Western folk, they've... Officially, uh, I guess, relabeled these games as the Like a Dragon series. Yeah, so it's not like Yakuza 8. It's like Like a Dragon 8. Yes. So uh, this one, Like a Dragon Guide and the Man Who Erased His Name, is set between 6 and 7, mm-hmm. where you'll kind of get some, I guess, closure on Kiru's story from 6 and where yeah. he might have been in 7. Yeah. Um. I still have to like play through the mainline games. Um, I might have to do that before I do this game because I want to know. Yeah, um, uh, his journey is wonderful, and it like you always feel like he should be a lot older than he really is. Mm-hmm. He's probably like, ugh, I think in seven he's maybe like fifty one or something. Yeah. By that point, and so they showed off like a dragon eight as well which brings us back to our favorite protagonist ichiban kasuga yeah and he's looking great he's got his perm yeah looking better than ever mm-hmm. but now we have our k-pop stan kiru kazuma with his silver fox emo cut yeah i was gonna ask you kiru haircut hot mm-hmm. or not hot as hell you think hot yeah, absolutely. Let me Google this shit one more time. Yeah, and just take take a long look into his eyes. I'm going not. You're going not? I'm sorry, but I'm going not. Yeah, maybe it's because he's always had this like timeless haircut, like you know this mild pompadour sort of faux hawk thing he's been rocking for a thousand years, and the same suit. I think it's nice to see him wearing something different. Because are looking no, entirely different. Here's the thing. It's a cute haircut, right? 
<laughs> yes. Kiryu is not cute. I I think he is. <laughs> you think he is? Yeah, I mean he beats the hell out of everyone. He has like, really he has really stern eyebrows that point in. He's got like a little bit of like chin stubble on his face. Now some he's, context. He's not cute. I've spent seven mainline Kiryu games with him. So Okay. Maybe I don't know Kiryu well enough. Yeah, I think you just missed the entire orphanage saga and taxi driver saga of Kiryu. I'm where like talking. he's sort of he's got the same kind of cuteness as the walrus from Odd Taxi. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Have you seen Odd Taxi? No, what is that? Oh my god. Yeah, it's a it's an anime, but it's like a I guess kind of a slice of life anime following like this it's this animal world and this guy who's a taxi driver don't worry i'm sending you a picture here so oh um, i already googled images <laughs> he is cute yeah he's he, he's cute in that sense okay but he's like he just has such a heart of gold that's hard to say here he's not cute i'm not saying i'm just saying his outward appearance is very cool it's very tough guy but when you slap like a swooshy, like bleached haircut on him, it looks like a mismatch. But he's probably like undercover. Right? I imagine he's incognito. So he can't just be cool still because, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I bet his dumb ass still rips off his shirt and shows, you know, his back tattoo, back tattoo in a fight, and is very identifiable tattoos. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, but to touch on these games, so uh, Ishin and the Gaiden ones, those are like a return to form kind of a button mashy, like combo based sort of combat where you know you have like free form combat, which is great with a sword. Mm-hmm. Um, but like a Dragon Eight will be kind of like this the seven combat where you have your your dragon quest party and turn-based combat yeah can i say um what i'm kind of disappointed about sure i saw like a dragon gaiden um they're calling it like a dragon ishin right uh yes and my interpretation was that like a dragon like that language would be attributed to turn-based because that's what they did in yakuza like a dragon that's kind of what i thought too and that you know clearly they're mimicking like a dragon quest style i thought all of these games were going to be turn-based like um yakuza 7 and not just like what they're calling yakuza from now on but i'm so mm -hmm. yeah so i think what was surprising about all this was that basically once like a dragon 7 was so well received they came out and confirmed like hey this series is going to continue in this turn-based style while the judgment games will be that like return to form beat em up beat em up yeah so like nobody was expecting you know three full ass games to be revealed on this uh very normal tuesday yeah <laughs> yeah and i'm i'm going to play all of these games but mm-hmm. i I heard like a dragon for all of the titles and I was like, oh, so they're all turn-based? <laughs> that that was my my initial impression on that language. Uh, so is that disappointing for you? Do you like, would you prefer a turn-based? Yeah, totally. Um, 
Although I did play Yakuza 0, and I did end up loving that game, despite uh, preferring the turn-based style. But mm-hmm. Fantastic game. Still well, excited, yeah. Let me, what else was in this PlayStation thing? So they showed a little more of the VR2 headset. Mm-hmm. Some, like, Star Wars games for that. But then they also went and confirmed that nothing from the PSVR 1 will be compatible with the VR2. Yeah, that's some crazy shit. That's insane. So, like, (laughs) the only people that were able to buy in and show support for Sony pursuing VR, the people that spent that money will not be able to carry any of that over to what has led to them creating a second one. Yeah, it's madness. There there must be some, like, really specific technical limitations. Yeah. But, like, one, the people already bought this headset that got kind of very few games and very little like updates or support Mm -hmm. so like they were shafted there and now (laughs) and now they can't even like carry over their games hopefully they come up with some solution to that but yeah which makes me Mm -hmm. i still think it's just like way too early to be jumping into um like on like the console vr stuff i think pc sort of has it figured out a little more but it seems like such a risky investment on console still. Yeah, I wouldn't buy that day one just because, like, who knows what level of support it'll have. Yeah. Um, But this makes me think that, like, the PlayStation, uh, like, city-state, you know, the um, cyberpunk city that it would probably be. Yeah, the one with the feudal Japan Yakuza characters. Yeah, there would be Kiryu in that town, so... Oh, corporate samurais yeah totally um but like the tech will just like be obsolete and you'll have to like buy the new corporate tech (laughs) (laughs) do you um but it'll be like a cool ass city oh god yeah that's literally just gonna that's gonna be the first city with ai that decides to kill us all yeah so i think that's kind of the risk there you will get that like high society tech life but Mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna start recycling ai and get ruined yeah totally but hey they introduced a new god of war themed controller same controller different color yeah are you, are you excited for that no yeah mine works just fine <laughs> yeah i got i got two of them yeah <laughs> two white ones they're fine yeah it, it looks nice um i guess i'm just not really too hype on on god of war i'm not either so i was gonna save this i mean so this ends with a god of war trailer um did you play god of war 2018 i tried twice to get through it yeah didn't work for you yeah so the first time i i was enjoying it but i had my ps4 was kind of on its last leg so i had an external hard drive plugged into it and I had the game installed and running on that. That drive just like killed itself. And yeah. I lost the save file entirely. Also, I didn't have like cloud backups because I don't, I guess it was like PS Plus I didn't have or something. But regardless, right. it was gone. So then recently, probably like a month ago, I reinstalled it on PS5 because it's been enhanced and stuff. It's uninstalled already. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Yeah, I if you make like your way through a decent chunk of game and it just like is gone one day, I imagine it's really hard to just like 
work yeah, up the enthusiasm to go back. I don't want to do it again. Um, we yeah. have, uh, Natalie really liked it. Really? Um, but, I mean, she even has less time than I do, so <laughs> she's not <laughs> hasn't gotten through that. But she was certainly more uh, the hype about the trailer than I was. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I played God of War 2018, and I remember liking it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the things that I liked about it, but for some reason, like, I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to play this new one, <laughs> which I, I, for the life of me, can't explain why. Um, cause I did really enjoy 2018, but we'll I, see. Maybe, maybe I'll pick it up. Yeah. I don't know. Are big game, are big budget games too big? Is that a stupid sentence? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I think like, I don't know. This, this is going to sound like hip. Is this a, is this hit what hipsters say? I don't. I just don't know if the big games are for me anymore. I don't play God of War. It's like I don't play God of War. I only play Persona Five. It doesn't do anything with the medium that like Nier Automata doesn't do. That's me, by the way. I'm making. I'm doing an impression of myself. I that was honestly spot on. Anyway, yeah. It's no, I, I just think maybe I'm not like. I was. I actually had this conversation. So our, our friend Michael, he reviews lightsabers on youtube oh boy kujira jedi on youtube i don't know check him out he's got cool lightsabers but because me and him were huge god of war guys like do you remember actually back when we were all in a band and we'd pass the controller around on quicktime events yep totally yeah so we're just like really big on the original god of war games i think we loved like just the chaotic combos and getting like s ranks on missions and stuff very like devil mm-hmm. may cry with like such cinematic cutscenes and stuff too yeah um i don't know i feel like these games are more cinematic rather than yeah. like having the fun gameplay to go along with it but like what 2018 did was like um it like re-examines right the first set of god of war games and kind of critiques it by like seeing Kratos acknowledge all the shitty stuff he did, which is something that I remember really enjoying about 2018. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I can't explain uh, why I'd, I'm not. I have no it, good reason. <laughs> I ser- no seriously, that's it. I don't have a good reason. Um, do you want to talk about Street Fighter Six? Holy. Crap. <laughs> We missed Street Fighter Six. I noticed. <laughs> yeah, was it that wasn't on the PlayStation conference, was it? No. Capcom did their Cap- own Cap- thing, but yeah, hit Capcom, me with all of it. They were like a rogue state. I don't know, dude. Did you see any of the single player stuff? I don't understand it. I love it, okay. but I don't get it. So, like, you walk around. You there's a character creator. Like, you make James. Classic. And you essentially walk around Metro City and run into Dalsim or Chun-Li and be like, hey, can you teach me how to spinning bird kick? And Chun-Li's like, yeah. Oh. And then you get spinning bird kick. Is this like a me fighter? I think so. This is just a single player mode. Okay. And you go into stores and like you get your Timberlands and bucket hats and stuff. And then you go and you find Blanca and you fight Blanca in the city. 
And do you play, is it a 2D fight with like your yeah. custom character learning spinning bird kick and <laughs> flying peach? Yeah, you you like fight randos in this world. It, it, so I feel like it's doing what I've kind of wanted from a video game in a long time, mm-hmm. which is like, uh, I don't know, imagine like Dragon Quest, right? Yeah. And when you run into like a cruel cumber or something, it turns into a 2D fighting game. <laughs> I forgot what those were called. What a good ass name. You run into a bunch of slimes and then it's a 2D fighting game. God, like, like an yes. RPG where the me- the game mechanic is just a fighting game. Um, I think that's what the single player mode is doing. And it's going to be really silly, but I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, because honestly, every fighting game in memory, it's always cutscenes until like in the cutscene you're talking to whoever you're about to fight and then it just like pans out and you do a 2d match so it's just like cutscene into fight yeah i would love well actually hopefully that's what this is running around the overworld and getting your uh 2d fight as the combat yeah and i think it's a great way to onboard players into the fgc like if you really want to get into it there's a single player mode where you can get like a feel for your character yeah. and learn more about the environment and um not have to just go into ranked right away and get frustrated yeah because it almost feels like a lot of these games sort of you turn them on and it like ushers you into just start playing online mm-hmm. yeah but yeah having like a it seems like there's so much substance to this game even the lobbies just have old street fighter arcade cabinets in them yeah it's really tight i love that yeah and they outlined the whole roster with a new trailer as well i mean we saw um dalsim e honda um divorced ken and blanca oh yeah all those characters were announced and we got to see gameplay but they confirmed that like the the leaks are true with other characters uh so m bison and armika not in the game right now i'm sorry oh my god who am i gonna play i know do you want to like yeah hold on street fighter 6 roster oh i actually love that there's a lot of like new names Mm -hmm. and there's like uh we can make guesses right like um oh geez who is it man manon i think she's like a french fighter that people are imagining would be like able that could maybe be like an armika replacement okay yeah because i don't know who i'm interested in then like i guess i could play e honda <laughs> yeah I, can... I mean jerry looks great but yeah you know i like simple buttons yeah, I think I want to see some of these new characters before. Is DJ the boxer? DJ, um, I think he he has like a sonic boom. I think he's kind of like a he 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 was in like the original Street Fighter Two cast. Um, oh no, I'm thinking of um, Hayaya. So you had Barog, and then who was the well dressed boxer? With the rose, I know who you're talking about. Ah, oh, dang it, that's not important, or is it? 
Dudley. <laughs> no, what is their name? Dudley. Dudley, thank you. Yeah. Um, um huge huge cast though. Uh I guess I'll just have to see how a lot of these people play. Kimberly yeah. looks fun. Mhm. Not going to touch Dawson. Not going to play Ken. Blanca's terrible. Yeah, my favorite part about a fighting game release is sitting in trading mode and trying to find the character for me. So, I'm looking Yeah, trying to, to find your first main. It's like you know the the early stages of falling in love all over again. Yeah, what a like nostalgic you, feeling. You like see M Bison and you say, "I think I'm in love." Yeah, or, or you say, like, "Hey, M Bison, you're choosing tide," and then like you both lean down at the same time because like I'm trying to tie his shoe, he's trying to tie his own shoe. We bump heads and then make eye contact. Yeah, like you look up, and I go, "Oh, sorry." Yeah, it's like not the right moment yet. You kind of look away and like scratch the back of your head like, oh, sorry. Yeah, like maybe you like put a couple hours into them in like the training mode, but then you play Armika for a couple of months. Yeah. And then when the time is right, you come back around. Then you play M. Bison for like 2,000 hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm I excited hope, for Street I hope Fighter 6. They capture that moment again in this game. I'm sure they will. So I think we liked Street Fighter V. I know there was like, it seems like this game is an answer to a lot of problems we probably didn't know existed since we were onboarded with Street Fighter V. Yeah, totally. We didn't you know, know any better. Yeah, we we didn't experience Street Fighter IV. Yeah. We don't know what it was good, what good was like. Yeah. But man, it, it looks really good. Yeah, I'm really excited. Dropping all fighting gear. Guilty Gear in the trash. Hmm. I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, that's but I, that's really all I had for PlayStation. Um, Do you have anything else I, for that? I'm kind of hyped for Stellar Blade, formerly known as Project Eve. Oh, okay. Yeah, it just seems Another like post-human, like robot story. Um, there's like an old robot monk man mm -hmm. <laughs> meditating. Yeah, it just missed our cyberpunk episode. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, the background music, like, oh, God, dude. It sounded like Nier Automata <laughs> background music. I've been chasing that dragon ever since. Yeah, it, it's, like, really somber, and there's, like, a the vocalist sounds similar. Um, yeah, so I have that one on my, on my Christmas list. Can I ask a dumb question? Yeah, hit me So that. I have a lot of the near songs like the amusement park song and uh i think one of them is just called a beautiful song on like my my driving playlist mm -hmm. what what language is the near like songs in what's that oh. like german it could be like it's like it's one of those things i question okay like, i'm not reminded of it until i'm driving and a song comes on and i go what is this and i just can't google it at that moment and then i forget about it whenever i get to my destination um, I'm I'm looking this up now, but my impression is that it's either made up or like Latin. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm really curious what that is. I I don't know. <laughs> There's a really long Reddit article about what it is. Wow. So is it is it leaning towards a made up language? I think so. What language is near? Uh, oh yeah, that's a Google search. 
There's German, Hungarian, Welsh, Japanese, French, and Latin. Oh, yeah, because... Um, Chaos you know language. The ending, you know the Weight of the World song? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, during the chorus of that song, like, it's sung in, like, all of these different languages at the same time. Um, <laughs> it's like the uh, dystopian version of It's a Small World After All. Yeah, totally. Cool, um, glad we solved that. It's all of them. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, but that's all I kind of had on the PlayStation event. I'm going to hate to say my Xbox One might even be shorter. You know, first yeah. off, what do you think is on Xbox Island? What's that look like? I know we mentioned that um, our taxes are for, for good things here. Mm-hmm. What, what else is on Xbox Island? I imagine all the buildings are like refrigerator box shaped like black boxes right yeah i'm kind of picturing like an iceland for some reason like kind of like or i mean uh like a halo 2 level where it's like mostly just like green grass oh yeah nice i feel like it but maybe it's just on a halo ring yeah that's kind of their thing but again the houses are black refrigerator boxes um every house looks the same i think it looks like again very like uniform yeah. but you don't have to worry about anything yeah everything's taken care of for you everything's taken care of for you yeah occasionally they will just remove houses and put them back for a couple of months is this a reference i, I don't <laughs> yeah so the way game pass works like sometimes games are only available for like a couple of months and okay. they'll take them away like the the yakuza games were all on there or at least uh zero and the two kiwami games mm -hmm. uh they were there and then they took them away and then they put them back yeah so like they kind of just they'll just like do that randomly you know to make room for other houses and then once they go oh yeah we can put it back they'll they'll put it back yeah right okay um which i think sounds cool yeah i think that's fine as long as it's not your house yeah. <laughs> um, yeah not in this house yeah i think xbox is, has just been up to like a lot of like good in like they've been a very force of like neutral good yeah phil spencer is like meeting with hideo kojima and just like he's palling around with like big sony people yeah and like xbox wants no part of this war i think no, and and they're right now they're just like collecting other companies. Oh yeah, they yeah. are doing that, huh? <laughs> I know, which was that was a weird one because you know everything with Bobby Kotick and Activision came out and like pretty shortly after Microsoft announced that they were acquiring Activision, mm -hmm. which. It sounds like Phil Spencer doesn't want to continue working with Bobby Kotick. And, you know, once they get this acquisition, he can, you know, collect a big check, paycheck and get the hell out. Yeah. But I, I think, like, especially this week, because it was the Tokyo Game Show. That was, like, you know, one scheduled gaming thing going on outside of Nintendo and PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And Xbox was just, like, outside of everything between Nintendo and Sony. And Phil Spencer's like, I'm on my way to Japan. <laughs> yeah. Which is huge because, like, 
for me, I, I primarily play JRPGs and stuff. Like, that's kind of why I don't lean towards Xbox, because it always has, like, the smallest showing of those games. Yeah. But Phil Spencer is, like, personally trying to remedy that by, like, <laughs> going to Japan himself and, like, please give me your games. Yeah, totally. And, like, they did a conference there where they... So, Persona 5 will be on Game Pass. Persona 5 Royal, specifically, mm -hmm. uh, next month. But then also, like, the, the Danganronpa series is going on Game Pass. They've got Guilty Gear coming to Xbox with crossplay. Yeah. Blaze Blue. Yeah, Blaze Blue. Cross Tag? Yeah, Cross Tag. BB Tag? Yeah. Uh, um, that's coming there. So, it was just, like, a a big showing of their like continued work to try and get uh japanese developers on board yeah which i don't know if it would take like the next console cycle to like have that implemented right well and like i don't even think so i think it's just because like how many hands the nintendo switch is in like you can just especially bandai they just dump jrpgs onto that thing and like yeah. playstation 2 but you know they can absolutely run on on xbox and stuff i think they just aren't seeing the interest there yet yeah um but i i feel like the differentiator that xbox is really leaning on is the game pass right yeah um having like all of these games yeah i don't know it it just sounds like they're leaning really hard onto that and um i guess if they're trying to get more jrpgs and stuff onto that then they can really compete with Sony. Yeah. It's like they're quietly building their forces in the background. Yeah, it's um, like this... I think we're in like a weird... Almost like a console Cold War period. Like, mm. the war is is here. I think Nintendo, you know, they, they came out swinging with that wild direct. They, they won this weekend, of course. Just wanted to say that. Yeah. Oh, man, but Yakuza's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i was like reading about a bunch of the console wars over the years mm -hmm. and so like xbox currently i was reading they don't feel like they're really in competition with sony at the moment yeah they're more in like that they're competing with netflix and amazon to be like a reputable streaming service that people just let rock for years and years which right. is what they're game pass is trying to be by having such a good offering it's one of those things like everyone has a netflix account like everyone has these things they want everyone mm -hmm. to have a game pass account right that makes sense which is i think you i think they're pushing towards that market and especially like because you can play that game pass stuff on anything you don't actually need an xbox as where like ps5 you can't even find the thing and you do need the ps5 <laughs> yeah <laughs> um another thing that came up was uh the the blue ocean method have you heard of this no what's that i saw like again like googling all these console wars because it actually oh i'm gonna give you the little history lesson real quick if you have time for it yeah hit me with it all right so the first big console war sega v nintendo yeah totally Everyone know that we got the Sega Genesis versus like Super Nintendo, all that stuff. But what happened is that war was actually ended by Sony. 
Really? Yeah. In what way? So Sega was already getting a little confused because they had the Sega Saturn and the Sega Genesis and like they still had properties releasing on both and they were sort of like running out of ways to support their hardware and software. Mm -hmm. But Nintendo was jumping to the Nintendo 64, which was still cartridge based, which limited the size of games you could put on that, which lost them Squaresoft. So guess okay. what the first game they throw on this new PlayStation 1 is? Final Fantasy 7. Right. So Nintendo lost Final Fantasy 7 and PlayStation 1 took off and like won all that. Like then 64 was great. It's a great console. But the PS1 ended up taking over and like winning that. And Sega it's, got kind of blown away. <laughs> it sounds like that's when like there was there started to be really clear lanes right as far as like exclusives go yep because then like n64 obviously was getting like zelda and stuff it's like well if you want to continue playing our zelda games they're still only coming out on nintendo right um but yeah like that happened and then playstation was huge and then we got the next big one was ps3 versus xbox 360 Mm -hmm. which was crazy because ps3 was like huge at launch like in terms of size not in terms of sale (laughs) (laughs) it was a big like grand piano that cost six hundred dollars it was physically huge yeah and the 360 was just much more affordable um and it launched with like gears of war and like all these good games so it had better exclusives at the time but it had the red ring of death yeah (laughs) which was like god they still like outsold the ps3 and stuff but the company itself had to pay a lot of money to <laughs> kind of answer for that. Right. Like some billion of dollars. But yeah. Nintendo is lying in wait here because they put out the Wii. And this is where that blue ocean method came in. So it's like uh, this book out there published. Oh, I, wow. So I actually got the note here. Published and written by uh, Chan Kim and Renee Moborn. Oh, okay. But yeah, it's and it's like a Harvard published book, but it's like a marketing theory. So mm-hmm. basically, it's explained as they uh, have these strategic moves that create a leap in value for the company, its buyers and employees. This is that that downtime where Nintendo's kind of sleeping while the other consoles are fighting. Right. But during that time they try and unlock a new demand which makes the competition irrelevant right which is um, we motion controls we we motion yeah <laughs> and this yeah. is where we sports has and now we have the highest selling console of all time with the Wii. because it because it didn't compete with uh playstation or sony you would either get your xbox 360 or your ps3 and then also get your Wii. yeah nintendo learned that they couldn't be in that they couldn't compete with both of them so they created their own market Mm -hmm. and that's what they've continued to do ever since with releasing like the 3ds's uh like their dual screen wild thing like nobody was going to compete with a dual screen handheld it's a crazy move of course it's a giant risk because then you end up with the wii u but (laughs) yeah which i would Mm-hmm. they came back around with the switch so yeah i would defend the wii u i think until the day i die it, it was what do you think was like the big failing of that 
honestly, just like public perception and like things being easy to regurgitate over and over again. Because if you think about the games that are so tight on the Switch, right? Mm -hmm. People say like Mario Kart 8, it's a Wii U game. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yep. the, Sma- the Smash Bros. on um, on S- Switch, the Smash Bros. Ultimate, that's like mechanically pretty much uh, Smash Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, like... I think the Wii U was good for N- Nintendo people. Splatoon 1, Super Mario Maker, uh, Mario 3D Land, which they just had like an expansion for with Bowser's Fury. Wind Waker HD. When we could, like Pikmin three, um, I don't know. It, it I think it set the the groundwork for the Switch to succeed, but because it was like really easy to be like, oh, the Wii U sucks online. Yeah, um, which was like it was so. The Wii U was almost the perfect console. Like it was so close to being what the Switch became. Yeah, exactly. They just kind of like were one step behind still. So I'm glad it was out there and it now like I I still think the Switch is like you will have your PlayStation or Xbox and you'll have the Switch. Or now you'll just have a Switch and then subscribe to Game Pass or something on a computer. Yeah, yeah. The market's the market's good, but that's not what this war is about. We're trying to figure out where we have to live. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm on Nintendo Island. Yeah, I think I'm going to Nintendo Land. Oh, because it probably has N- Nintendo Land on it too. Yeah, like the the theme park. Yeah, it's gonna have an amusement park. Um, so I I do think we covered everything at this point. I, I, and if we miss something, how? How? <laughs> how? How? Um, I agree. I think we. I, I mean, I'm going to Nintendo Island. Uh-oh. Yeah, I want to I want to spend the time on Nintendo Island. I think unless Mario does something absolutely heinous, I don't think anyone would like attack Nintendo Island either. I think again, they're in their own even the island is doing the blue ocean method, but literally they're in they're on the ocean. It's oh, just poetic. like such a pain in the ass to get to Nintendo Island. Yeah, and they don't have internet. Yeah, they're, they're at all. <laughs> There's no internet, and there's also no phones. You have to do everything through, um... Oh, crap. What is the DS messaging system? Oh, like the Miiverse? PictoChat. Oh, PictoChat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no phones. There's only PictoChat for, like, your next-door neighbor. Yeah, and you can you can farm. Boy, can you farm. Nothing but, but farming. Can... Pi- oh, this world sounds good yeah you you just have to kind of be careful because like you don't want to run into shy guy and be like oh yeah and instead of lantern flies you have goombas so like all the signs are like squish every goomba on site and if you touch one you die yes they will kill you and it sucks because they're probably like maybe two feet tall could you imagine trying to like step on a Goomba that's two two feet tall? They would be two feet tall, wouldn't they? They would be like two feet tall, and stepping on them, oh, oh, getting Goomba on your shoe and treading it through the house, <laughs> and then your Roomba turns on and goes through the 
the Goomba goop and spreads it through your carpet. You get Goomba goop all over your house and then your dog eats it. Chibi Robo is pissed. Yeah, Chibi. Oh, yeah, Chibi Roomba. Chibi Roomba is pissed. <laughs> Chibi Roomba is eating Gooby Goop. Gooba Goop. <laughs> this is very hard to say. Yeah. I think um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's sad that everything's at war, but. Well, PlayStation just has its borders up too high. Yeah. It's too exclusive. And And like Xbox Land sounds nice. But maybe a little boring. Yeah, I just um, don't have not you know, colorful enough. It'd be a little too hard to get into that ecosystem right now. Yeah, totally. But uh, if I could say one thing, and maybe to wrap all of these thoughts up, mm-hmm. I think we would feel right at home on the Switch. We would feel right at home on the Nintendo Switch Island. Yeah, totally. And hey, that's that's all I got for today. Yeah, that's everything that happened this week. When are we moving? You said we have until the end of the episode to get there? Oh, dude, we got to go now. Oh, all right. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, Twitter.com. Uh Yeah. My paratroop is here. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to hop on a pilot. <laughs> <wings>. Yahoo! <laughs> oh, oh, crap, Mario's here too. I got to go. Oh, dude.